Blog Talk Radio. Okay, tonight's Monday Night Raw was reminiscent of chaos times a million, and we're not going to jump into the controversy or controversial ending of the main event and close to the main event, but Jesus Christ, man, Monday Night Raw was quite the scene tonight in Arkansas, you know, close to Granny Hulkster, so I wonder if she went or if she... Well, we would have seen on Facebook, folks. But anyways, another lovely gem, if you will, from the D, if you will, Detroit. Please welcome to my show, Lady Lynn. Hey, D-Trend, what's up? Southgate, represent! What's up, what's up? Yes, folks. Um, tonight, I don't feel like going in order and down the line like a boring fucking review like most shows would do. Sorry, but not sorry, as the saying goes. Most shows, as in, they're reporting about dealing this angle with this, you know, character and this angle with that character. Look, I am, I am the one. Not, I'm not going to take away the trademarks of WWE because they do go over the uh, introduction that any trademarks is admitted, blah, 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 is copyright and property of WWE. Well, I hope and I'm glad that there's been a, there's been a cease and desist of using my catchphrase, off the rails uncensored. Not enough times that I have said, leave it alone, but boy, WWE is really taking off. And it's confusing because some parts of the show you just want to snooze, and other parts you're wondering, is Maria Canellis really the 24-7 champion? Yes. And also, was there less promos and more action in the ring and on a three-hour televised show on USA Network? Yes. But the title of tonight's show is Seth Gets Brocked and An October to Remember. Yes, folks, for those of you who don't know, and most of you smart marks, most of you smarks, you know, most of us know not just the smarks. AEW is going to debut on network television on TNT. I know that's weird to say that wrestling is debuting once again on TNT. 
But you know something, folks? Here's what I'm going to say. I've seen a lot of professional wrestling in my lifetime is a lie because I'm not as old as some of the other people are about that situation. But anyways, tonight's Monday Night Raw wasn't bad. Except for, okay, you had Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. I'm not going to start with that. No, 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 no. I'm going to save that for later. Got to save the best for last, man. You don't eat all the orange chicken on one platter. You got to save some of the chicken for so you can bring it to lunch the next day. What I mean is save the best for last. So we're going to save that match for later on. Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns in a summit. Boy, that didn't work out at all. Also, Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch. You know, the stereotypical I'm heard after a Beck exploder. Do you realize that Alexa Bliss is double-jointed, folks? So when she landed on her knee, I believe what I'm going to say is... I... I don't know what they're doing with the women's division. I'm just happy to see some fucking wrestling instead of Mike time. Yes, in a moment of bliss, they pointed out some of the nasty things that Becky Lynch did earlier that day. She attacked Natalia because they're trying to teach her how to get out of the disarm her. Becky believes that Natalia is a traitor because she helped her on the Rousey train. Look, there's a whole mess of things. I... And so be it. There's going to be a mess whenever it comes to WWE. All right. It's never going to be a consistent show. But you know what? Under asterisk, at least, finally, the club, the OC, what? Which I think is a rhetorical name for them. They should just be called the Bullet Club. Because it ain't copyrighted and it ain't trademarked. It was created by a bunch of people, kind of like the NWO folks. Anyways, I was thrilled that they won. It actually kind of woke me up during the show tonight. Jesus Christ. Okay. What other matches were there? Oh, yes. Another gauntlet match. Can I just point something out here, folks? Lady Lynn and myself, we've seen enough of the same pattern on Monday Night Raw. Can you fuckers please change up what it is that you book? Because it'd be nice if the tag team match wasn't a triple threat. Thank God you did not have another six-man tag match. That's all I'm going to say. But could you guys please... Book different. I'll give you specifics. Come out for the tag team match. You could have had a cage match. Or, better yet, since you guys are going, dropping the PG labels, I'm seeing a bunch of fingers cursing. I don't give a fuck. It was a show. Was it not, Lady Lynn? It was a show, B-Train. It was one heck of a show. But I agree with you. The, the format of gauntlet matches and... Triple threat, six-man tag. Oh, my God. It's getting old really fast. Getting so fucking stale. Dude, 
we we don't pay. Okay, we did not go to the show tonight. Do you know why? Because it's all the way in fucking Arkansas, and you know, here's the thing. Arkansas is, you know, a few nice things that come out of there. Once upon a time, Darren McFadden. Okay, and of course, the most important thing, or person, my bad, Granny Hulkster. So, oh, and, uh, you know, a few other folk that come from Arkansas that are a part of WWE. I don't know who, but I'm sure there's someone from Arkansas. But the point is, folks, what I'm trying to get at is you had <clears throat> multiple matches, right, on the card for a three-hour show. So how do you start off the night? A gauntlet match. Thank God it was not 58 minutes. Like the last fucking one. Which was four, actually last year. What I'm going to tell you is you don't want to hear fans say, well, we didn't understand your show. This show wasn't too hard to understand. I mean, Ricochet, one and only, whatever, is now going one-on-one with AJ Styles at SummerSlam in Toronto. Sold out. Let me point this out, Michael Cole. If it is sold out, if it is, which it probably is because Toronto has never had SummerSlam, and I'm now I'm a bit upset because normally it would be in Brooklyn at this time. But, uh, you know, got to change the scenery, whatever. I, I believe it when I see it. Because if there are tarps, I'm going to straight out point out this out. <clears throat> Every time Michael Cole says there's a sold-out audience, please be aware of what this man is saying. Because it either is true or not true. Because why? Some companies do not want to tell you the truth about what's really going on and what's the real. What the real is, is that I'm reporting to you as a broadcast journalist, and that's all I can do. The fact that Extreme Rules was not – they were selling tickets at the door. And by the way, it's Washington. They probably won't sell seats until AEW comes and makes a complete mockery out of it. I'll tell you why. Oh, by the way, before I get started, what's up, UK? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia? <clears throat> Italy, how are you doing? Tokyo. I'm looking at all the people that are listening to this show. Do you know why? Because I'm giving AEW credibility in the sense that they are essentially going to be Hunter's competition. And NXT, they're tightening shit up and they're getting better. But Lady Lynn, I think I have to address NXT because I haven't addressed NXT on uh, various amount of shows. You know, Adam Cole, baby, is going one-on-one with Johnny Gargano. I want to ask you, what, you know, do you think TakeOver and Toronto is going to be one hell of an event? Or do you think that, you know, certain surprises are on the horizon for NXT? I'm being honest with you, B-Train. I I couldn't say. Uh, This is the first time Toronto gets to have a takeover, correct? So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It remains to be seen. I think they're probably going to pull one big surprise on us. I 
it's hard to at this point it's hard to call any predictions for any uh, match winners or title changes or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think like Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. I think that that you know here's the thing, folks. I'm getting messages on Instagram asking, well, what do you know? What do you think of AEW? I'm getting to them, folks. Believe me. I have mentioned them several podcasts now. Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, and Tony Khan, they know what they're doing. Chris Jericho was formerly of ECW, briefly for a hiccup, went to WCW, you know, and he was still amazing and came to WWE in 1999. I remember Cody Rhodes in 2007. Actually, yeah, in 2009, you know. Thing is, Cody's come a long way from when he was uh, involved in WWE. So, October 2nd, folks, is when AEW debuts on TNT. You want my honest opinion on them? They're saying that they're doing phenomenal things, and it looks like a carbon copy of WWE. Not as in same booking style. But boy, do things like the graphics and the ring looks oh so similar to ECW's. Not hand-me-downs from Vince, but boy, that looks like something that Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman put together. They have the nice cable ropes, and that's good. That's great for high flyers because about, mm, I want to say, 54% of their roster is high flyers, and that includes men and some of the women. Who I'm being specific with? Well, Moxley can do high flying instead of, you know, just beating crap out of people with cheese graters and chairs and, oh my, he can actually wrestle. Yes. I'm not discounting their talent. What I'm about to say is going to be wholly unpopular to people. AEW had no builds between Cody and fucking Dustin, and they gigged. Right away, because they want to give the fans with it. It was a great match. I ain't complaining. But when you gig and there's no built for the, you know, fuck, there's no reason for it. You, I mean, <clears throat> there's one thing, you know, make the plot thicken. No gigging, folks, between the Young Bucks versus Cody and Dustin. <gasps> Gasp. All right. I'm not just using terminology because you think I'm an incessant mark. Let me explain something to every single one of uh, the people that is listening to this show. I have over 3,000 listens, and I would like you to tune in and listen. I shows, you know, free on iTunes. I don't charge 99 cents, man. That's not me. Anyways, back to wrestling. I believe AEW has some real problems. They're not well-known to mainstream. When you go mainstream, and I'm just going to point this out. When you go mainstream in wrestling, I'm not defending WWE's ass either, dude, so please fuck off. Tonight's show was the first time where it had intrigue, it had suspense, and I was on the edge of my seat, but in the wrong kind of direction. When people see 
the Seth Rollins and Lesnar. You know, we hear, oh, it was a work. It was a work. Okay, so that's why he stood up blood. That's why he's coughing and grabbing his ribs. Lesnar was probably thought, did I do something wrong? It's like, okay, folks. <clears throat> Watching Lesnar. It makes you think, okay, what does it make me think? It makes me think that he only shows up because it's near time for SummerSlam. Other than that, why is he here? You know, Lady Lynn and I, we like our wrestling. You know, we want it to be talked about, but even she and I discuss this. During the Attitude Era, you know, when someone bled, yeah, they'd either finish, continue the match, you know, like Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, and someone would say, stop the damn match. You know, JR was there to be <clears throat> even more so animated than Michael Cole or, um, you know, Corey Graves at times. But, uh, anyways, folks, look, tonight's Raw was not bad. I don't know how what they were pulling trying to go for. I don't give a damn. When a wrestler is in the ring and you know he's bleeding, he's coughing up blood. Okay, cool. We've seen this before, Jeff Hardy and the Undertaker. But there's something wrong with you, you stupid fuck. If you the, if you are the universal champion, they're like, well, it makes you sound like a mark. You don't know it's a work. Really? So would a work be considered when a wrestler tries to tell you, <clears throat> just keep going, I'm going to throw you into the fucking barricade. That's fine. But when a wrestler picks you up and F5s you onto a, a gurney, and my friend and I have been watching wrestling for 20 plus years of our lives. It's like, uh, hmm, let me think on this one, shall I? Oh, okay. Even when Heyman was saying stop, and it was being serious, and, you know, you could see Seth, the look on Seth's face grimacing in pain. I don't know what else to tell the audience other than, you know what, fuckers? <clears throat> if you thought that was a work, and he's like, you are, it's a fucking work, I promise you, look, look, we're allowed to feel emotion when we watch a show. When people tell us, you, you can't analyze a match, you're, you're just doing, wow, can't take criticism much. Allow me to say this, be fair warned, I'm going to be posting on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My opinion, Lady, you know, Lady Lynn will post her opinion about, you know, certain things. Maybe not so much in social media, but, you know, I just, tonight's show basically showcased WWE in a different light, not just Brock Lesnar, but, I mean, everything is starting to come together. Linda, I mean, Lady Lynn, I feel... See ya, bro, kayfabe. Look, for those of you telling me right now on Instagram that this is just a work, that I'm stupid for feeling some kind of emotion, 
allow me to tell you <laughs> that when someone goes through a table or when someone is powerbombed off the stage onto something safe, there's a likelihood that they're going to get really hurt. And if Seth is fine, then okay, they got us. Supposed to be approved. What the fuck ever, dude? Do you know what? You know? Do you know what's? Do you know what's wrong? Do you know what's wrong with this picture? Um, if somebody watches something on TV and they believe that it's real, the suspended disbelief is real. But this is not about suspended disbelief. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I can just tell you Lady Wren was not, you know, she wasn't feeling right about the whole situation. Like, it was one thing to, you know, gig, you know, in a, in a hardcore match. Um, it's one thing to jump off the top of the Tron and crossbody somebody. But when someone's saying I'm hurt, back the fuck off, please. Mm, some people say that, oh, I like Lesnar. Uh, I don't really see his appeal in WWE. So, you know, that's why they lost half their viewership. I myself, B-Train, I've never been a Lesnar fan, and seeing what I saw tonight, that just sickens me. I can't even I begin may- to explain in words how sickened I am. Well, I mean, you know, look, everyone has a right to feel, like I said, a blend of mixed emotions. Um if you'd like to message us, it's Russell underscore radio. Again, that's Russell underscore radio.
What's going on, folks? Sorry about that. Can you hear me now, Lady Lynn? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear, B-Train. Okay, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. So, anyways, um, to continue what I was saying, here's what I'm going to say. Can you hear me still, or do we have technical difficulties still going on? Uh, I hear you. I hear you, but I think we may still have some technical difficulties here. Why? What's going on? Uh, you cut out when you said you were going to start the, when you said you were going to continue what you were saying. Yes, let me continue what I'm going to say about WWE. I think, no, I know that sometimes things can be a work and sometimes things can take shape. By taking shape, I mean, we have a definite story between Lesnar and Rollins. Now that I've got three minutes before I do my off-the-rails <clears throat> Uncensored uh, Monday edition Let me just explain something to you all WWE took a while For them to get back on the fucking map Why? Because let's do a PG Labeled fucking segment Let's have zillion promos Gauntlet matches and six man tags But this You know that takes the cake that is Maria Canellis Is Prego Pregnant Whatever you want to call her and she won the 24-7 championship. Oh, boy, that's going to get people talking, right? <laughs> Jeez. Good job, WWE. So if someone ends up pinning her, they're, in, they're going to be the ultimate bad guy. They can't touch her because she's pregnant. Great. You gave the 24-7 championship no meaning at all again. That's my negative thoughts for the night, but there's but trust me, there's going to be more. But before I do, folks, if you would like to sign up for the WWE Network, you can do so by hopping on the WWE.com, going under, you know, the network. If you'd like to renew, <clears throat> then all you really have to do or get a new, not renew, get a new subscription Go to www.com if you have a valid username, email, and password is required. Also, if you do not wish to use a valid debit or credit card, you can, and I repeat, you can get a preloaded card at the following places. Lady Lynn, would you like to explain to the audience where our lovely fans can find themselves a WWE preloaded card? Yes, I will be, Train. You can pick up your WWE Network preloaded cards at the following retailers. Pick them up at your local GameStop, 7-Eleven, Dollar General, Walmart, CVS, Pharmacy, Best Buy, and wherever gift cards are sold. All right, folks. I think someone basically tried to cut my mic off. The only problem is, I still have control of my own show. Either that or I've been having technical difficulties because people can care less. 
what I have to say. One of the three options. All right. <clears throat> so without further ado, I cough up a lung, and I don't even smoke. So, <clears throat> all right, let's see. The madness that is off the rails and censored. It is copyrighted in and has been transposed and also transcribed. 2019, all rights reserved. If you decide to transmit or use the phrasing of off the rails uncensored, it has been copyrighted and it has been broadcasted multiple times since 2016. That is when this show has been established. If you have small children, we ask that you please put earmuffs over their phones, but over their phones. No, earmuffs over their ears. My bad. And if they repeat anything to their uh, principal, their teacher, or whatever that I say on this show, then it's your responsibility to be a parent. And no, I don't mean at Walmart, assholes, or any app place in public there. I fucking said it, and I'm not going to hold back, all right? Because if WWE can drop their PG label, I can just release every negative, toxic thing. Actually, no, that would take multiple years. Decades, eons, eons of uh, humor. Anyways, folks, monkeys in the truck hit my music. And all rights reserved, Nikki Cross, Glasgow Cross, CFO, produced by Jim Johnson. All rights go to WWE. I do not own the rights to this song. See, I can do that little tidbit, too. She should deserve, she be, 
she should be a deserved of the WWE Raw Women's Championship or SmackDown Live, whichever one. However long it takes her because they split up Sanity, they did a lot of things, and she still stayed with the company. So why is Nikki Cross important? Did you seriously just ask me that question, bro? Nikki Cross is important to WWE because if she wasn't, why would they be putting her with one of the premier athletes, you know, in WWE, in my opinion, Alexa Bliss? But is it my jurisdiction to tell WWE where, what they're doing wrong, how they can do it better? No, yes. And no. <laughs> All I'm going to say is fix the shit with Nikki, please. Why is she riding the coattails of Alexa Bliss? Or as Nikki, you know, likes to put it, you know, she blesses Alexa quite a bit, you know. Quite the baptism every time she comes out and says Alexa's last name. I mean, I get it. She's Scottish. She has a heavy, thick accent, you know. <laughs> but, you know, Nikki deserves a chance. And it's like, well, she's getting a chance. She's on TV, isn't she? That's not what I'm referring to, you idiot. And I love all my fans, but dear God in heaven. I uh, I want to point this out. It's not just Nikki Cross thing that bothers me. It's the whole, you're, you're are you punishing Sammy Zane? What, what, you know, what's the deal? Is Sammy content with his character? I don't know. I'm not a math magician to figure this kooky logic out of WWE. So Maria Canellas pins her husband. Oh, did you think the crowd would get it? Oh, yes, honey. They jumped on it more so than our time in Ring of Honor. Look, I think it's hilarious that Mike Canellas wins the championship. And he thinks that his wife is going to be so proud. And look, Maria Canellas and them were like, oh, they were much better in, in Ring of Honor. I don't give a fuck where they were. Okay, and you want me to point out the fallacies of this thing? Boy, that title looks ugly. Just call it the Hardcore Championship. Have matches with it, you know, every now and again as a special attraction. But dear God, the tag team match tonight. Good pace, whatever. I'm happy with the end result, so can't really criticize that one. And I don't want to because then it makes me sound like a total cynic if I just sit here and rip apart every single thing and sound like, you know, a cynical asshole that has nothing better to do with his time than report to all of you what WWE does wrong instead of, you know, okay, it was actually a decent show tonight, I will admit. <clears throat> but WWE, you best be prepared for Wednesdays. Every Wednesday now, folks. WWE will have to compete, you know, NXT now have to compete on the network with AEW. And AEW's got American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. You've got Dustin Rhodes. You've got Jungle Boy, Luke Perry Jr., you know. They've got Karma, which I'm so fucking jealous because I wish that she was in WWE to spice up the Barbie doll division. There's nobody big in there. Okay, what? who do you have, Piper Niven? She's not as well-known as Awesome Kong. Also, 
and you know, like you said, there's some fuck ups here and there that AEW has done that people will not point it out because they are a brand new company. They're the shiny new toy that everyone wants to play with. Damn it. You know, they got Moxley, Omega, Jericho, Hangman Page. All that's missing, all that's missing, all that's missing is Jay Lethal and the Briscoe Brothers and the Gorillas of Destiny. And you have Ring of Honor 2.0. Because I'm pretty fucking sure that this AEW, this version, as I like to call it, WCW, <clears throat> they've got intrigue, they've got awesome, you know, talent that can bring and elevate the titles that they have, like the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks. You know, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship is going to be amazing. MJF, if you blend the Miz and EC3 together, voila, you have that. Jericho always innovates, you know, and he's very, very good. He's matched with Kushida. You know, his match with Okada. So far, you know, so good, right? But my biggest concerns are as follows, folks. After five years, how is AEW going to be around for longer than seven to eight? With every company that comes around, you do realize WWE catches a few breaks here and there. Those breaks are called NXT TakeOvers now. They've had 25 of them. There's even a DVD about it. NXT going head to head with AE or that'd be funny. Hey W, AEW. My God. Well, it is late, folks. I mean, it is 1:08, you know, New York time. I still have to get used to the time zones here in the Midwest before I move back to Brooklyn. But anyways, <clears throat> as I cough into the phone, I think it's fair to say that what Brock Lesnar did tonight to Seth Rollins is title says Seth gets Brock I don't want to revisit this point too much but Lesnar boy it's even funny that Corey Graves said oh it's just it's just a distraction oh it's just a mirage if announcers are even losing faith in your champion and you know he's got to represent it as the legitimized heel I get it some of it well you know half of it. I here's the thing since I have 20 minutes left to, you know, blow hot air, because that's basically what I feel like I do sometimes. But I do have valid points most of the time. You take a look at tonight's recap of their show, Monday Night Raw, the three hours. It'll probably be an hour and a half to hour 45 on Hulu. Not only did the Lesnar moment stick in our heads, the way I look at it, you look at Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns and... I've never seen a, a flight of stairs, you know, like a pair of stairs, get thrown at some, just heaved at someone. Good God almighty. Sorry, JR, I had to. <laughs> like, honestly, folks, if I was to be blunt about anything about WWE, oh, speaking of JR, you wished Triple H a happy birthday? Are you guys on good terms? I mean, after all, I mean, I think they are. That's that what you're asking me, dude? Are they on? I don't know. I don't call Jr. and say, "Hey, Jim, are you on good speaking terms with the boss in WWE?" 
Like, no. <clears throat> Jim refused to do the uh, Raw reunion, which, JR, you're one of the most legendary commentators in history. And I get it. You know, you don't want to be public enemy number one with AEW. I understand that. But, my God, how we miss you because we're spoiled brats. We, you know, Michael Cole, yes, he fucks up from time to time. But he's still an announcer, folks, and I'm not going to hold back. You suck. Okay? You absolutely, positively, how? You want me to give you specifics? When people whisper in your ear, Michael, they're not whispering sweet nothings. They're telling you, you know, it's about to get to the finish. Announce, you know, this, you know, move name. Or say something, you know, an advertisement. Like, what the fuck? He messed up at Evolution. People mess up. I I mess up a lot. <clears throat> but when you are on live air on a TV show... How in the hell do you mess up names of people that you have been with and you sit in the – I don't know if you sit in the back in catering, but here's my thing. There has to be a limitation to how stupid someone can act on live air. And he tried tonight so desperately to point out stuff to Corey Graves. I just, blah, 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 but Corey, she needs to do this, and it's like, are you baby-facing as a commentator, or are you healing it up? Because sometimes it's very hard to tell the difference between your multiple personalities, okay? Not only does Michael Cole bother me, it's like when they have locals, are they supposed to know your names? No. But it's kind of funny that Renee flubbed up just a little bit, but she seldom makes mistakes. All right? I find it fucking hilarious. That people forget in two months, in two months' time, AEW will emerge actually a month and a half because it's getting close to the end of July. So, here's what I'm going to tell you all. Sometimes wrestling goes back to the good old days of competitive territories, but if you consider WWE to be a territory, you would be wrong. You can reference them as that. Vince McMahon as definite pull. As to, you know, not just him, but Triple H and Stephanie, and not, it goes further than those three. Jamie Noble, Michael Hayes, Finley, Regal, Bloom, Saxon, Amato. Those are all the people that help forefront WWE's best talent. 
And what I'm going to say next, like I said, may be of the unpopular opinion. But AEW going one-on-one with NXT? Oh, come on, man. Oh, people, you guys failed then. Because that's during the same time people like, well, I don't watch that super indie shit. So what is AEW? Man, no selling a knee to the face, I'm pretty sure. That's a bit super indie, right? And then kicking out at one instead of two. The Young Bucks versus Dustin and Cody was a decent match. It actually had a story behind it this time. Not to get too in-depth, you know, and sidetracked, but let me explain something to you. Lesnar, if you did that shit to anyone else, and they actually... My question to the three... Did they did Seth agree to do all that crap? Pretty sure he was not for certain what Lesnar was going to do. So as I yawn, because there's nothing else I can do because I've got 13 minutes left. I'm just gonna say it. It's sometimes hard to adjust ourselves to a show in which has not been all that great for the longest time. And now they're adding so many elements to it. Like, okay, Maria Canellis is the pregnant 24-7 championship. That's not getting laughed at. That's actually getting a lot of concerns. I agree, Brian. I agree. And the fact that, um, well, tonight made every single one of us wonder if this is the direction you are headed in. That's kind of wrong. But it's also, you know, a good thing because I guess people talk about the fucking shit that went down on the show without being assholes about it. So, in other words... Let's give them something to talk about. Yeah. Because to me, yeah, we we are talking about it. It's just in the wrong sense of what's really going on. Seth, you know, he looked extremely like he was in extreme pain. And when Heyman got in the ring to make it all the more dramatic, 10 to 1 says one or two things happened. Did we get him? Did we get him hooked? Oh, the crowd really ate it up. Oh, we ate it up all right. You know, kind of like lasagna at an Italian fucking restaurant. Really good, you know, with the meat and cheese layers. So the layers of this show was a brawl between Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. The uh, club winning the championship. Or the tag team championships to make the club full of gold. <clears throat> so, what's funny is that there was intrigue. There's romance in the world of professional wrestling. Yes, there is. By that, I mean a loud, annoying Maria Canellis went around parading her 24-7 championship and keeps the whole gimmick fresh by saying, I, my legs are going to be in the stirrups. 
As if you haven't spread your legs enough, sweetie. <laughs> you already had one child. How many more puppies are you going to pop out? Oh, and I went there. Because the only time you ever fucking wrestled in WWE when made you worthwhile because you were a former tough enough contestant and you held your own, you made your mistakes, you popped pills with your husband. Actually, no, 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 no. Your husband popped pills. He did really decent, you know, in the training. He's really playing the role. They're giving Mike Canellis a role because certain smart marks were saying shit about Mike Kanellis and Maria should have a bigger role. And I look, folks, you can't predict this crazy Ragnarok that we call professional wrestling. Yes, I used the Thor reference, you stupid. Sorry, I got to keep it PG for certain fans. You stupid fucker. <laughs> look, I love fact that you're messaging me while I'm on a show because, you know, I want questions. I want to give feedback, so I'm going to give it bluntly. If you cannot take it and get the fuck out of my kitchen, I'm not Gordon Ramsay and I don't want to be. So my thing is Things or elements or puzzle pieces that are supposed to fit and make the show work and you see the big picture. Lady Lynn, what picture are we looking at? Because I'm so confused most of the time. B-Train, I've yet to figure that out. I've had an easier time figuring out magic eye posters. Remember those? I've had an easier time finding the picture in one of those than seeing whatever picture WWE is trying to put before us. The only puzzle pieces that are there and the jigsaw puzzle pieces put themselves together with story, with intrigue, with romance, you know, everything that was great about it, NXT. I mean, you try to put a show together, NXT will give you that and then some. This is Triple H's brainchild, all right? It started out in 2009, for those of you who don't remember, as a game show. Then it was not taken seriously. And before there was Titus World Slide, (laughs) yeah, he tripped over a beer keg, folks, which was hilarious. Okay, (laughs) they had the WWE had mentors, you know, and I I was reading, rereading some of Daniel Bryan's book, and he said that, that a lot of fans, you know, booed the Miz because, well. The Miz had not been in professional wrestling as long as Daniel Bryan had. I do have a point. <clears throat> oh, I got a question from Terry. Okay, so what's your question? Do I think NXT can compete with AEW? Yep. 
and I'll tell you why. Because these guys or gals that are in NXT and also NXT UK for that matter, which they sometimes where I wonder why they're so faction heavy, but you know, I tend to wonder a lot. Anyways, folks, <clears throat> what I'm trying to tell you is, please, for the love of God, don't think that AEW is going to roll over and don't think that NXT is going to roll over. But on Wednesdays, really, really, you have to pick Wednesdays. They're like, oh, you have the highest ratings on TNT because people are going to be like, oh, that wrestling thing. I don't know. It could go either way. And I could be wrong. I could be right. I could be in between. But here's my thoughts. NXT is by far one of the premier wrestling groups that started back in 2009. The whole Nexus thing was pretty cool with Wade Barrett. It's just, I I want to point out something. AEW, they have my respect. They have others' respect. If they come to Brooklyn or if they go to Detroit, I'm pretty sure that Lady Lynn or myself is going to be curious what they have to offer. I've seen some of AEW. I've gotten a taste of it. It's not a bad show. But the only problem is no one knows who Kenny Omega is, the mainstream ones. The mainstream ones, folks, the ones that are crossovers between UFC. Oh, I used to watch that wrestling shit, that WWE, WWF. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, because here's the thing. If you are not reaching mainstream and you're reaching, well, you're reaching a global audience, really. So if you ask any bum off the street, have you heard of AEW? What's that? I heard of AMW. Some smart ass said on Instagram. Look, I think that NXT is a big deal. I also believe that AEW is a big deal. Why? I just said it. AEW is the new shiny toy that no one wants to blemish with criticisms or say anything or point out their fucking fallacies because why? They want critics. They want criticism. They want psychotic, you know, people be like, oh, I waited so and so minutes for your tickets. It's ridiculous. Why don't you sell them at the box office? Oh, wait, that's right, because smart marketing by Jericho Khan and the other people and the other people beneath them and the other marketing geniuses, it's called marketing strategy. You know there's a bunch of smart marks on fucking line. So 72,000 people were in circulation for their tickets for a 23,000 seat event, you know, they, if they went to Madison Square Garden, I guarantee you, I hate to say this, they would sell out. Because it's just like when Ring of Honor had Cody, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tajiri, uh, Jay Lethal defending his TV title, the Briscoe Brothers versus the Gorillas of Destiny. Let me explain something to y'all. Ring of Honor is still a thing even without Cody Rhodes. It's like a spoke on the wheel. You move on, and you find another piece that moves you forward and moves you, you know, to a distance in a good way. So, yeah, Lesnar, I, I know, man. 
I understand. I hope Seth, you know, recovers in time for SummerSlam in Toronto. I don't even want to go over the SummerSlam card because it looks kind of iffy to me. Every single fucking main pay-per-view that the WWE has put together, it looks good on paper. Like, not, you know, not knocking it, but okay. <clears throat> Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Squash Bat Central. Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion, I think he should be defending his Intercontinental Championship against Samoa Joe. And personally, because we've seen this shit before in NXT, we just want to get the uh, normal audience, the casuals, used to this shit. Listen, when Lady Lynn, I got her into watching NXT two years ago. All right? And it, you know, it was nice because, why? You get a fresh set of people, guys and gals, that can wrestle. And I mean, from pillar to post, you see no no people left unsatisfied. And that's NXT. <clears throat> AEW, I've seen some of your work, and some of it's good. Some of it's, like, Really? Hmm, maybe you should let Austin Kong have the division if he's really smart. Because Tessa Blanchard, I'm going to say, is very talented. Um, I just think that, you know, they could do so much better. Really cool. She's on impact. Oh, she's here. I realize that, folks. But her beating a dude in impact wrestling makes a lot of people raise their eyebrows because, well, not really. This is the day and age where, you know, modern thinking can get people in trouble. So you know how many people were kind of mixed about that match? Moving forward. Yes, yes, 60 seconds, you bossy warning sign bitch. You have 60 seconds left on block talk. Look, all right. I get it, I blab too much, or I just set the time limit for an hour. But anyhow, folks, moving fucking forward, I, I gotta just say this. For those of you who are exclusive to AEW now, congratulations, you're a whore. For those of you exclusive to WWE, please get your heads out of the toilets. This is not, you know... Oh, eventually they'll get better moment. This is going to make the product so much better when AEW's around. So one pain in the ass needs another pain in the ass. It's going to be great, like WCW versus WWE all over again, except for with modern technology like, you know, social media handles like Twitter and Instagram. Oh, this is going to be great. Lawsuits of plenty. Tanks showing up to arena. Oh, wait, that's the X. <laughs> Just one suggestion, WWE, if you hear me, please. Please fix Nikki Cross, the character that is. Put Sanity back together eventually. I'm not saying you got to do it now. <clears throat> oh, and... Uh, Stop booking Shane McMahon, for the love of God, please. 
Oh, and Triple H, everyone's in a you know, blue moon since he's going to be taking over the company eventually. Here he is, slowly but surely. Also, can you please, for the love of Christ, get rid of you know the, the ideology of Lesnar as champion? It's okay if he comes in every once in a blue moon because he should be not showing up, you know, as champion, but maybe as a non-champion. There is thought out there. Maybe throw it around Balor's waist, Nakamura, Joe. Because if you're from NXT, I think you kind of get exiled just a little bit. And uh, it's just, you know, well, what opportunities do you have? I'm not with the company, so here's, here's my thing. I can uh, I can reassure you <laughs> that things will get better for WWE in the regards of just placing, you know, the jigsaw pieces where they belong on the puzzle so that we can see the fucking picture that you're trying to, you know, put together and, you know, put on display. It's, uh, it's pretty obvious with Seth and Brock. It's pretty obvious with Nakamura and whomever, or Joe and Roman. I like the fact that, you know, WWE Raw is getting aggressive. I like it. <clears throat> but AEW's coming. You better get, you know, all hands on deck, let's do this kind of shit. Otherwise, yeah, it's not going to be so great. But anyways, folks, I'm running over time, and i got to go to work in the morning. It's a lovely day of criticisms and cynicisms and not too much negative. Actually, you know what? I've actually decreased my negativity. My rants have gone up tenfold. Do you know why? Brock Lesnar. I know you cannot care, and it sounds redundant and very Mark-like for me to sound like Heyman. I don't. Anyways, folks, that ends this lovely little rant to 2019, and I should have more. And no, I'm not like Robin Williams on the mic. I am not even close to the man. Not Becky Lynch, but, you know. Anyways, folks, that'll do it. That'll do it for tonight. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then, well, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn. And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will, but don't call this lady crazy. All right, time for the outro, and i got to lay my head on the pillow and GTS. Do I have every... Let me rephrase it. Do I have everyone's attention now? Personality, the cult of personality.